This is Half Class Podcast. For a seven-year-old with a skin condition, he got a lot of courage. With a knife in the back, a natural cause of death? I'm just, I'm eating the dirt. <laughs> I just zoned out for like five fucking minutes thinking about him pooping. Welcome back, everybody, to Ravnica. I'm your host and guild master, A.A. Cray, and I'm here with Dietrich Heiss. Princess Lowe. Chris Ogden. Sir Sunaj the Brave, Knight of the New Order, Hero of Grigon, Goddess of Women's Dreams, the Meat Cannon, the Magic Shitter, the Metagamer, the Undistracted. Lingling! Father- <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Excellent! Lingling's here too! Father O Banana Bread, the Kind of Necessary Lion, the Fallen, the Master of Third Degree Burns, the Shaft Hustle Champion, don't you fucking dare, Roger, the Survivor <laughs> of Many Things, the Scry Guy, the Polar Parent, I'm I'm serious, the Slayer of Bandor, the Owner of a Raccoon Sometimes, You're gripping the, his thigh. the Immovable Bod, the Rekos Rescuer, Let go of the him. Long-Winded, the Planeswalker, never, and finally... The cranial explosives expert. Thomas Williams. Lingling! He gets through his twice? Okay, I'm going to do mine twice. This is slow. His isn't eight minutes long. <laughs> Sir Sunaj the Brave. <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest, Roger Williams. Andronom. Nice. Yes. I really got to write down your name. I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> You all have. Everybody has. I noticed that Except every me. time Chris needed to take a breath in his introduction, he just yelled at Roger. Was that just me? No, it was definitely tactical. That was a tactic. Last we left off, who wants to take it? Yeah, I want to take what it. What am I taking? First, foremost, right out of the gate, happy birthday, Thomas. Give him that love. Give him that sweet, sweet nectar. Everybody, round of applause. My boy. He's 45. In the army, you're only issued three claps. You all just wasted them for the year. (laughs) I was giving a couple for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's three. I clapped 28 times. (laughs) Three claps. I feel like I'm gonna go back and I'm not gonna have clapped 12 times. I can't stress how real that is. So everybody, in singularity, let's do a uh, three clap for Thomas. On three. One, two, three. (laughs) All right. You guys are moving on. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's let's do a quick quick recap, shall we? we let's shall. start with the portal. Three adventurers walk through a portal and enter an open field. An open field with two figures charging each other. One elephant man leaps over us, lands shield first, facing an incredible force, a minotaur, boring down on him. The minotaur is no match. The Minotaur backs off, faces this elephant man, and we come to a compromise. A compromise between two gentlemen. Two gentlemen that realize that criminals have been entering a country illegally. Little do the criminals know that they are actually criminals, and this is us. So, uh, yes, Princess Lo, Ling Ling, Sunaj, innocent victims of a harmless crime. But, apparently, plane shifting is illegal, so they get escorted through a city by the elephant gentleman and to a council of elders. The council of elders gives a decree, a punishment, 600, 1200, a millennia 
It doesn't matter. Time seems irrelevant to these people. But, fortunately, last minute, the decision is swayed from a severe sentence of many years to some form of penance by a latecomer to the meeting. A younger elder that plane shifts in and causes a disruption. Thankfully, this disruption was just in time to save our young heroes. The elephant man introduces himself as Endronom and is happy to escort our young heroes to their next mission, which happens to coincide with their own agenda, which is obviously to save their friend, Gorum, a hero that has not been quite forgotten. Yeah, move, from this move, move past Gorum. Go ahead. Gorum, the hero Just of the story. A little Honestly, farther. The yes. single. We're moving your head. We're not, we're not talking about the low ratings oh, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever's after, after that. that. All right. Uh, after so, Gorm. So when, I, when I turned into a girl and boost everybody's ratings, got it. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Uh, so then we uh, find ourselves in a dark urban setting uh, where goblins come out of the woodwork to harass our heroes after an incredible fireball that miraculously misses our heroes, but decimates the others. Sunaj stands victorious over the fallen fellows, and a swarm of goblins broaches us again. More seem to pop up as we continue to defeat them, but a single mysterious wizard steps forward with an electric backpack, and with, with a mad cackle, decides to let our... I don't know. Our asses. Let our asses proceed to the next level. And it's not that hard. we get plane shifted and illegal activity once again into a new world. That's where we find ourselves. I just want to point out, you said a miracul- miraculously the fireball didn't hurt us. I think you just called me God, bud. And that is not going to go to my head. I promise. I'm pretty sure that's going to be on the list of titles This is honestly (laughs) affecting me in a lot of different ways. It's the alcohol. As you all open your eyes, you see the storm you had entered dissipating around you. Looking up to the sky, you look up to see clouds of purple and red shroud the sky over this broken city where you seem to have been placed. You can tell that it's supposed to be daytime here, but everything appears to be grim and dark. You appear to have arrived in another city behind high walls. As you look around, you see... You are in the middle of a cobblestone street. Every building in each direction appears to have shuttered windows and barred doors. All of these buildings look to be similar in style, but the only one that stands out in the immediate area is the cathedral to the north. You can see three robed men gathered near it. One looks as if he's waving toward you all. All of these buildings look to be similar in style, but the only one that stands out in the immediate area is the cathedral to the north. You can see three robed men are gathered near it, and one looks as if he's almost waving you all over. They all have uh, tonsure haircuts and silver-lined white clerical vestments. Tonsure haircuts, if you don't know, they're like just hair around the head as like a band. It's like Friar Tuck. Very Friar. It's it's like a monk haircut. Ling Ling waves. Ah! Hello! What are you waving at us for? What are you guys doing here? Are you planeswalkers? Kind of. At the immediate moment, yes, of course. But not usually. Someone planeswalked us. Yes, that's that's very accurate, Ling Ling. Exactly. I I think we're planeswalkees, I think is the, maybe the phrase. Victims of circumstance. That's not possible. What do you mean? Planeswalkers cannot planeswalk other people. 
Well, we are, are not planeswalkers, and we walked a plane. So, we I We were sent disagree. through the portal, and here we are. Thank you, Endronon. You can talk? Okay, that's offensive. Yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? No, 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 no. No, not offensive. I have never seen such a big man with a trunk Look, like his. Look, ball boy. His size is completely genetic. I'm not completely and you need bald. To calm down. Yes, I know the trunk is distracting. Trust me, I've had the same problem. But we have to move past this. What do you want with us? You're in danger. In danger from what? Ha! I laugh in the face of danger. No, I'm not. Quite danger. literally. Wow. Literally. Are, are you threatening us, sir? I'm. No, do you bite your thumb at us? No, no, no. I, I, I do not bite. Lightning on my fingers. That was impressive, but no, 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 not at all, no. Look, we're, we're offering refuge to the human civilians here. I'm sorry, um, and what he is as well. Not not just humans, you a as well. Freak. His name is Endronom. <laughs> watch it, little one. Yeah, you watch it, Ling Ling. You're offering us refuge? Yes. You understand what happens when it gets dark here. No, we just it's, got here. I don't fucking nice. understand anything. You saw us anything. get here. No, of course we don't know. Oh, this is so frustrating. If you've never been here, why are you here? Why you are need you... to find a friend. A hero. A specific friend. Not, not, we're not putting out requests. I could be a friend. Oh, fuck, this always happens. <laughs> we are not friends. accepting applications. <laughs> but I have so much experience. With being a friend? Yes. I need advice. What's your best advice on how to be a good friend and on how to seduce an elephant? Wait, you've never met an elephant. Just what's your best advice on how to be a good friend? It's bold of you to think I've never met an elephant. I've met an elephant. I've never met a, an elephant man. Have you seduced an elephant? Okay. So we're, uh, so we're, we're on the same page. We're going to go take refuge with this guy, right? Like right now? If it gets me out of the streets uh, and out of danger. It's starting to get dark. So. Yes, this seems like an immediate threat. Let's let's do this. Ling Ling? Yeah, I like sleep. Where did you get your accent? From here? Strange. Yeah, it very strange. Where is here? It sounds similar, yes. Yours does Where too. Where are we? We are in Thraben. I'm going to be completely honest. I have been utterly lost with all sense of direction and time and space and reality for quite a while now. So the mechanics of where we are specifically are going to go right over my head. Shoom, gone. But I do know it would be nice to sleep because I just killed probably 30 goblins after an attempt was made on my life. Do you know what a goblin is? I'm not sure, no. There are these really sexy creatures that... If you talk to them just right, okay, they'll okay. let you do anything you this want to. This is so them. inappropriate. And this it's, honestly, oh my Ling god, Ling. it's awesome. But also, sometimes they try to kill you, so you gotta kill them. Oh, wow. That's a lot to take in. We're not allowed to do sexy stuff, though, here. I, I kind of figured, Baldy. Now, take us to your leader. That was hurtful. That was kind of mean. But okay. Sorry, he's the bald one. What? What? What am I supposed to ignore? The giant bald patch on his head. True, baldy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are we gonna stand here talking, or are you gonna give us a place to sleep? I was going to give you a place to sleep here in the cathedral. Okay, I, I don't mean to be rude. I apologize. Please uh, take us, take us where you, you're trying to keep us safe. Of course. Uh, Is it comfortable? It's not as comfortable as it should be. 
because we're in danger constantly every second of every hour, every night. I'm sure we can make do. I'll need two beds. I believe you. That tracks. Sunaj, the two-bed thing, that wasn't an invitation. It is a very good thing you, you explained that to me. I'm, I'm just looking out for you. Thank you. Bro. I'm learning. Uh, this guy leads you guys into the <laughs> cathedral and shows you guys a little area over by a series of pews. Looks like it's taken a lot of damage. But the one thing that appears to be still in perfect condition is a statue standing right at the top of the stairs. It appears to be where a man with a miter, miter's a bishop hat, on the front of the miter, it's a circular symbol, and at the very top, it does not connect, and it has arrows pointing upward. This structure that is up there appears to be an angel holding a long spear. Can I roll for perception? You absolutely can. Is it dark in here? It is pretty dark, but it's not, it's dimly lit. Like, it's not uh, completely right, so dark. So I could roll for perception and not. Absolutely. And it yep. still makes sense. You would not take disadvantage. Yep. There are candles lit pretty much everywhere. 22. Yeah, mine is a 23. Both Princess Lo and Ling Ling, as you start to look around, you can see that there are maybe four other humans in this area that look like they've been beaten and mauled by animals. They look very, very injured. And a couple other clerics are basically taking care of them at this point. Looking forward, you see that angel. You see this man kind of slowly lifts himself up, and he turns around in front of the angel and starts walking down the stairs toward you guys, toward the pews. As he's walking toward you, he puts his hands out almost as like an offering. And you see in his hands, he has a little bit of water, or at least it looks like water. Ling Ling slams his face into it and starts slurping it up. <laughs> mm, that was yummy! I was thirsty, thank you! Ling Ling, oh! Uh, he looks shocked. I try shocked. to catch the water. Uh, can I make a, like, any, any water that spills from the slapping of his face? A lot of it will, so yes. Go ahead and make a uh, sleight of hand to catch some water. Can I make it with advantage because it's water? Sure. Boom. Triton knowledge. 14. I'll say you catch some in your hand. <laughs> Honestly, I'm beginning to enjoy this more and more. <laughs> okay, I catch some in my hand. Yes. I bring it back up to the gentleman, and uh, I offer it apologetically. I'm so sorry. He here, of course. I'm sure this water is important to you. He smiles at you, and you see him kind of put his hand over your hand, and he takes one finger, and he dabs it in the water. And he touches your forehead, and he looks over at the little halfling, and instead of touching it to his forehead, he just smiles and kind of like tries to tussle his hair. <laughs> and then he goes to touch Sunaj's forehead with it. I look up for my raccoon. <laughs> You're going to... Yeah, to touch me, your finger's just been wavering there for a couple seconds. I'm I'm okay with this, I guess. He smiles and touches your forehead, and then he goes over toward the Loxodon, and he touches his forehead. Does he? Did he jump? He's six foot three. Fair enough. So he's, he's relatively tall. That boy has max wingspan. And he brings his hand back down. Probably threw out his shoulder. He did. Uh, severely, you can tell. Hello, my children. Hey, Daddy. You are all blessed 
by whom? Does that mean I can roll um, a plus four to every roll? It does. <laughs> I'm sorry. You thought that was a joke, but I'm serious. I did. And I... which which god is this that, that has blessed me? No, no, no. Not a god. It is Avacyn. I'm sorry, Avacyn? The angel. The savior. I don't know if Baldy told you, but we just got here. He points up at the statue. Yes, she protects us all. I see. That stone person protects you? Can it even move? I'm yes. sure that's just a representation of, of a larger, more impressive figure. Oh, yes, okay. You're right, yes. I am Bishop Orwin. I. Hello, I'm I'm Princess Lo. It's nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. I'm Sir Ling. Wow, you are a very bright one. Yeah. I'm Sir Sunaj the Brave, Knight of the New Order, Hero of Grigon, Goddess of Women's Dreams, the Meat Cannon, the Magic Shitter, the Meta Gamer, the Undistracted, Father O Banana Bread, the Kind of Necessary Lion, he splashes the water at your face, the Master of Third Degree Burns. Thanks, it's probably helping my burns. The Shaft Hustle Champion, the Survivor of Many Things. While I'm doing this, can you dab my raccoon right in the middle of the forehead? Bless him too. The Scry Guy, Sir the Polar Sunaj. Parent, he the Slayer of Bandor, the Owner of a raccoon sometime, the immovable bod, the Rekos rescuer, hey, you remembered, the long-winded, the planeswalker, the cranial explosive expert, and this is Snowball. He tussles Snowball. Okay. Hello, Snowball. And this is Barry Two White Bear. He looks very concerned. Very well. And you are... Andronam. You are not from here. None of us are. I can't believe someone would let the child read run. The time traveler's wife. It's kind of like that, but without the weird sex. I have read that. <laughs> would you? Would you read it as we fall asleep? Yes, of course. This is wonderful. Uh, what? What do else? Do you have a chambers I... for me? I, I don't like to be in public. She wants a pool. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, that would be ideal. I like to sleep underwater. Oh, we have a bath? What? Would you let me sleep in it? After we're done using it? Oh, will I get fresh water? Sure. Uh, wonderful. Uh, yes, I accept. Thank you. Not just fresh. Holy. While we're on the subject of holy, can I ask something? Sure. I've had a few bad run-ins with gods. My connection to the gods has been quite negative, I will say. This this angel, I'm, I, I don't yet know my stance on angels. Is, is this a good angel? Are angels inherently good? Oh, yes, of course. Avicen protects us. So she has divine powers. Could she do anything that she would like, as far as you know? As far as we all know, yes. Avacyn is the protector of all of the humans. And yet, as I look around, I see all of these torn up people. And yet, and yet you claim to be protected by a divine being that can do anything. See, this has been my problem from the beginning. And time and time again, we've been fucked over by the gods. She's almost literally. She's or 
omnipowerful. She's not even a god. She's an angel. It's it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm a no, cleric as well. And it's it's I'm, all right. Let let me speak, please. This angel, had she not been around, none of us would have survived. None of us here. Our hope is in Avison. And you're saying that she cannot do everything. She is an angel. We know not where she came from. My mother was an angel. I believe that, young man. He tussles your hair. Um, if it's okay with you, I would love to assist in healing your wounded. Please, yes, absolutely. I would also like to assist, uh, without the help of a god, I should add. Endronom is just going to sit down. You just I'm too big to stand this long. Princess Lowe give the loudest, most obnoxious prayer like she's ever given. Like it's it's like very much so intentional. The whole time I'm I'm blessed, I'm like healing these people. I'm like, wow, wouldn't it be nice if your omniscient being that's supposed to protect you was doing this? Wow, oh, it's it's almost like I It's almost like I'm pre- I'm it's almost like I'm healing you in her house, ability, in her place of worship. I want and yet I, a godless heathen, am healing this blessing upon these poor wretches. Sunaj, you feel a hand on your shoulder. Oh, is it Endermon? It around. is me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do it. <laughs> so I guess it was Endronom. <laughs> Shit. You realize before we came here, it was all because a literal fucking god was playing games with us. And I mean literally, we played a fucking card game with the gods. Well, now you get to play card games with me. Do I? Maybe later. Roll for erectness. <laughs> A 10? 14. My dick's bigger. You guys both got chubs. <laughs> All right, Aaron, we got to roll a throwback. Everybody roll for length and then girth. All right. Princess Lowe has a uh, a nine dick. I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> we had a whole equation. We rolled some D4. It was. I had a baby dick, I promise. <laughs> it was just like real life. She's got a straight chode. <laughs> it's just a box. <laughs> On that topic, I rolled a 7 for length and a 15 for width. Oh, it's pop game. Girth. 15 for, for width. For girth. It's girth. Yeah, he's got a got a candle dick. He's, he's, it's girthy. It's, it's As a, a changeling, I have very little control over it changing size. It, it will not touch the bottom, but it will stretch out the sure. edges. I hope we cut this. Yeah, who yeah, touched him? Keep going. I don't like this content. Damn it. Andronam was the one who touched your shoulder, just so you know. That was a thing. So after I heal my guy, I'm just going to go to a corner and kind of start like massaging and rubbing my uh, raccoon because I feel like the transition from a giant snail to a raccoon would be hard on its body. So I'm just giving it little little toe bean massages. It certainly is. Uh, As you massage his toe beans, you see he kind of just passes out and goes to sleep. He's very relaxed. So cool. And you see the bishop walk over toward you. My son, I understand you do not believe in the angel Avison. Oh no, the opposite. I believe I'm very disdainful. I must 
inform you of something that I feel needs to be said. But it needs to be said and spoken under arms. Nobody else can know. Okay. Our Lunark is dead. Avacyn, the Angel of Hope, is all we have left. She's all that us humans can praise in hope. She used to protect us, and she's disappeared. We're alone in this fight. We're scared, and all I'm trying to do is keep the hope alive. You understand? So she's a symbol. It's, it's the symbol of her that you're using. She isn't here. But when she was, she protected us. As an angel. A true angel. And she's gone missing. Oh. Well, now I felt like a dick. Please, please don't feel like a dick. Just, just understand. We're just trying to spread the hope. It's out like a milk carton with her face on it. Have you seen her? <laughs> yeah. He hands it to you. Have you seen dear Avison? No. I feel like if you're trying to keep this a secret for future reference, don't put her face on milk cartons. It's the only one. Good. I made sure. Good. I hand it back to him very quietly. He drinks it. <laughs> Is there anything that we can do to help you? Keep hope alive. She's still here. I know it. I just... I don't know where. Thank you for your counsel. Thank you for understanding. And he lifts himself back up and he starts walking over toward the statue to pray again. What is everybody else doing? Looks like a couple other humans in the area are kind of creating like a little bonfire and kind of sitting around it. Basically shooting the shit or roasting whatever food they have left. I picked up a shiny piece of like broken stained glass on the floor of the cathedral. And I started playing with the light to try to wake up Snowball with the light. And whenever I get Snowball to wake up. He doesn't wake up. <laughs> okay. So I'm still playing with the light. And I'm, I'm hoping to wake up Snowball so I can give him this, like, new little shiny thing while he's still a raccoon. <laughs> nice. I'll say eventually he wakes up and he kind of sees it. Um, and he reaches his little little hand out. He scampers. He does. Oh, he's going to have to scamper all the way up my arm, put my arm up like a tree, have him climb for it. Uh, he absolutely does. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Snowball. Snow oh, you silly creature. I play with Snowball and the shiny thing. I seethe in anger, but say nothing. <laughs> He's his own Jealous being. Bitch. He's his own being. <laughs> he can play with who he likes. When he looks over back at you, he kind of runs the thing over to you, and he kind of reaches it out to you like he's offering it to you, and he oh. smiles. 
I hug him so hard. He dies. He dies? I'm kidding. That does not happen. I have a plus one to strength. I couldn't kill him if I tried, buddy. He kills you. <laughs> I, I like to think that I just hold Snowball and he's kind of playing around, but I, I'm really thinking about the deep the deep underlying... My, I'm trying to work through my issues with religion, more or less, and the gods and this angel and what he just spoke with me, and I'm kind of just... Like looking at the angel and trying to figure out what's going through my mind, like understand why I'm so upset. I'm looking for the tub to sleep in. You walk up the stairs and you can look to the left and you can see that there is clearly a door that leads to the bathroom. I go into the bathroom looking for the big tub. Doesn't appear to be anybody in it, but there's definitely a big tub on the wall. Is it clean? Do I sense that it's clean? It doesn't look very clean. Definitely has some some dirt and maybe a little bit of blood in it. But other than that, you could probably wash it out. I wash it out. All right. What is Indranom doing? I'm sitting pensive, spinning my ring on my tusk, waiting for someone else to do something. I was observing the bishop in your little sneaky conversation that mm. I can't hear with my large elephant ears. <laughs> I will say roll a perception check with advantage like, to I, see if you can actually see if you actually heard any of that. 16. You needed that advantage, didn't you? Yep, 100%. You did not hear it. Yeah, I figured. Um you could definitely tell that it was there was a situation going on though. It definitely was something that was supposed to be secret. I go over to Indranam. I'm going to try and sit beside him. Is it time for our card game? Yes, hopefully. I just wanted to address the elephant in the room. Um, I'm right here. I know. I wanted to apologize for my obviously unwanted sexual advances. Um, I have a thing for big, strong, ha- men-ish beings. Um, and I also thought maybe it would get us out of a long prison sentence. And then it kind of just took over a thing of its own. And uh, I just wanted to apologize, truthfully. Think nothing of it. Thank you. I know you did not want to be here with us. And I know that you're here because you're bound by duty. But it does mean a lot that you are with us. And I will try to be more thoughtful about the way that I address you. I will do everything I can to ensure the success of all of us. Thank you. And then I, and through my mental connection with Ling Ling, I'm just going to say, hey, uh, just so we're clear, the seducing plan is all the way off. I cut ties entirely. Cards on the table. He drops the roses he was holding on to. <laughs> Guess I don't need these. What is Ling Ling actually doing? Ling Ling is laying down because we came here to sleep. You can kind of see it's getting darker through the the glass windows. They look like they're still pretty boarded up, so it's not like anything could easily get in. But you can definitely see that the sun has gone down. I just want to do one more thing. Uh, I'm going to go and find Lo. So much Lowe for our is card game. fully submerged in a baptismal. Okay, I check to see if you're decent, and otherwise I'm going to cover my eyes. Lo is decent. She has transformed her gown into like a flowy bedtime robe. That's really cool. And is fully submerged. Nice. 
That's all she hears through the water. So she kind of stirs from her sleep and enters out of the water. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Sunaj. <laughs> wow, I, I don't think we've ever spoken uh, one-on-one. Thank you for for coming to see me. What What can I help you with? I just wanted to discuss before you you seemed like you might have been interested in becoming a knight. Oh. I'm, I'm not here to offer no, that yeah. necessarily. Oh. Oh, Don't be course. offended. Yeah, no, I'm here to no, discuss it. Uh, I'm also sending this this whole conversation through my head to Ling Ling if he's awake. I probably don't know. That's what I figured. That's what you hear. That's what he's dreaming about. Like in his head, that's what's happening. <laughs> he's so out of it. He's dreaming of sleeping. <laughs> okay. So uh, I am I, like kind of embarrassed, kind of excited. And I want to... <laughs> not be in a tub for this conversation so i i stand up really abruptly and like splash water on sunaj and then, uh, i'm sorry i'm oh, um here and then i just like brush the water off his clothes so i'm like dabbing him <laughs> trying to make him dry and then i i get out of the tub and stand there um hmm. and then i just kind of will all the moisture out of my gown really quickly <laughs> like and then all the water like disperses and I'm standing in a puddle and you go, Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, let's, let, let's discuss this. Uh, so you're a princess. The thing about a knight, at least as I believe is that it's about putting the good of everyone above yourself. This, uh, this is just something I want you to think about as we move forward. You're a princess. You have duties to your your home over anything else. The rest of us knights, the thing that connects us is we have no home. We have no people. We are free agents who only act in the best interest of everyone around us and the good of the common people. So that's just something I want you to consider. If you could put the good of the common people above your requirements as a princess, or if that's something that you would even want to do. Are you still paying attention to Ling Ling's thoughts? Uh, it's in the, it's in the background. What you got? Glenda <laughs> <laughs> Dahlia. You're my favorite Gobby. Gobby. <laughs> he calls them Gobbies. <laughs> yes. Just something. Sorry. The name Glendalia went through my head for some reason. Uh, I, I, the reason I'm bringing this up is I just want you to consider these factors. Because, I mean, now that we know that your people are struggling as knights, we would try to do everything that we could. It's not that you you can't consider your own people. It's just that we exceed because we are not bound by the same limitations as others. So, just wanted you to think about that moving forward. Thank you so much for considering me. And, um, absolutely, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Cards on the table, metaphorically, I'm one in a long line to the throne. It's it's not like I have an obligation to my people in the sense that my cousin does, for instance, who's uh, ready to succeed her father. That That is a much more lofty goal than 
than someone of my stature who's simply related to royalty, if, if that makes sense. And, of course, I take my position and my political influence very seriously, and I want to impact everyone for the good. But at the end of the day, I saw that I was unable to help my people in their current dire situation, and that was profoundly discouraging. And that's why I left, only to help others. So when I saw people like yourself, people like Ling Ling, that were empowered to do something in the face of tyranny, I was, I was moved. Maybe, maybe this isn't right for me. I don't know. I can't speak to that. I trust you and, and your experience in this situation to, to guide me where I might not know what I'm talking about. But I, I do know that people matter and, and I should be doing everything in my power to help them. And I want to grow in that strength. And you and Ling Ling and, and your friends have inspired me to do more with, with my own power. That, that's all. I apologize if I overstepped my bounds. Uh, you did not. Thank you. <laughs> I Thank know, you so much. I know I come off as a ridiculous asshole sometimes, but I want oh. you to know that that <laughs> this knight, this this knighthood, and this order is something I take very seriously. That is very clear. Good. Oh, thank you for coming to speak to me. This means so much. Um, yeah, but. But by all means, uh, don't don't let this burden you. I, I didn't mean anything by it. Of, of course, I have immense respect for your order and anything you can do to help my people or, or, or for this Gorham uh, person to help. Yes, I can't wait for you to meet him. It'll I, be I real am interesting. I'm so excited. Real unique experience. I'm uh, it, honestly, he, he seems legendary in every aspect of the word. Absolutely. You see Snowball is trying to hand you that piece of stained glass that you hand him earlier. Uh, of course, yes. Thank you. Oh, you're so generous. You know, every raccoon I've ever met, in, again, they're underwater raccoons, what do you expect? But the, they never <laughs> give back shiny objects. This is quite unique. You see he's doing the, like, pet thing where, like, he's, like, rubbing his hand <laughs> through his, like, fur. Oh, 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 do you want a pet? Oh, is this for a pet? Of course. I kind of hold him out so that she can pet him better. I give him a good pet. He definitely takes it. And he's, he looks very happy. Good. Then, what a good snowball. Then I kind of just step away and say, all right, thank you for speaking with me. Have a good night, Princess Lo. You as well. Sir uh, Sunaj. I go to sleep. I go back to play cards with uh, Indranom. What has Indranom been doing this entire time? Sleeping. He's just sound asleep. You, you when come Sunash back, and, comes back, yeah. You come back and you see Andronam is completely just asleep. Okay, uh, I won't, um, I'm gonna lay down to go to sleep, and then before I fall asleep, I just want to check one more time if I can get anything from Ling Ling's dreams. Oh, friend Chakla, why'd you shave your upper lip? <laughs> you guys start to hear howling in the distance, so much that it jars you all awake. Are you sure? Sure, you want to you want to roll for it? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you ask to roll for something? This is D and D one hundred and one. Oh no, he rolled three. I was gonna say with your big ass ears, there's no way you didn't hear that howling. Yes, 
Okay, I'm going to be honest. I just Googled elephant hearing, and under ideal conditions, they can hear up to 10 kilometers away. Insane. I gave him advantage. You yeah. did. I it mean, was right on. It's probably not the distance. It's probably that the preacher was just jiggling that fucking carton of milk the whole time, and the splashing <laughs> kind of blocked out what we were talking about. True. Right. <laughs> he was shaking up. It was chalky milk, so. Chalky. <laughs> he was shaking it up. It all makes sense now. Shake that. I was jealous. Princess Lo wakes up like out of the Matrix and has like a splash out of the tub scene for sure. So as it jars you all awake, you can hear that it kind of got silent and then you see that there are other humans that kind of woke up and they're starting to stand and grab weapons. They appear to be very, very shitty weapons. Like, I'm talking wooden swords and wooden whatever they can find. The Lingling standing there with his shield in his hand and his floating spear above him. And he just kind of uh, tucks his shield behind him and lets his, shield, his spear fall behind him because he realized how shitty everyone else's weapons were and he didn't want to embarrass them. Wow, that's the nicest thing Ling Ling has ever done. <laughs> I rolled in that one. They none of them noticed. Nice. Okay. Very, very smooth of uh, Ling Ling. I'm going to just casually and slowly uh, come to my feet, look around, see everyone else getting ready for something, and assume that I also need to prepare. I do want to say I did not unequip my shield. I just put my right, right, arm right. behind me, so it's still equipped. It's hidden. And I still have my spear ready to go. It's just behind me. <laughs> yeah, clarifying. Still ready as hell. Yep. <laughs> Clearly, like, sticking out easily. Well, yeah, because it's, like, twice as tall as me. <laughs> <laughs> but but nobody sees it right no now. No one sees it. It blends in. Who uh, who looks the... Can I roll to see who looks the most scared out of these men in here? Yes. Ah, it's Ling, Ling. 18. it appears to be one of the people that was gathered around the entrance when the one man waved you over one of the friars yes okay i want to go over to him and take out my crossbow that i almost never use and give it to him and kind of pull him back like farther away like and just kind of tell him uh i want you to use this it's probably better than that wooden sword you've got but you need to stand back aim strong make your shots count you sure? I'm positive. Oh, all right. And I, I kind of, I kind of take the cross bolts and strap them onto him. Just tape them onto his shoulder. Exactly. A staple, staple gun. Staple. Just... Thank you. Ow. <laughs> It'll come in handy. Ow. It's worth it. I don't have any tape right now. After I wake up Matrix style, I'm going to get out of the tub Matrix style. Like, put either hand on either side of the tub kick up into a full handstand and then like twist out of it land parkour on the ground superman style fist on the ground rise up slowly transform my nightgown into my water um walking outfit otherwise known as like almost like a wetsuit and prepare for battle by taking up my war hammer and uh releasing some of the fabric around all of my joints, my elbows, my knees. Roll a performance check. Better fucking roll well. Diedrich, if you don't roll fucking well, I'm not 
I want you all to know that is exactly what we deal with every time when I'm editing his tracks. I'm sorry I had to say Are you not going to edit that out? I know. Not this time, okay? What? Not this time. There's been enough. Not this time. It's enough. Episode 23, you take that away from me? It's 26. Damn it. I rolled a nine. One of the friars went to go inform her of what's happening. They open the door and they see her just shoulder the bathtub edge and fall off. And then she like slowly lifts herself up and she like starts walking for a second, very like strutty style. And then she starts changing her clothes and he immediately closes the door. All that's all you hear is the door like slam closed. (sighs) I stop in the middle of the room, go, ah, finish adjusting, grab my Warhammer, walk out, go, what is going on? The friars look over toward you. We may be under attack. As the bishop walks down the stairs, he makes his way over to you all. Everything will be all right. We are safe in here. They cannot be invited if we will not allow them. I would love to make new friends. Not these ones. These are bloodthirsty people. They look like us. They smell horrid. Well, I've drank blood before in a dire situation. It wasn't that bad. Don't judge a book by its cover. They do it all the time. Like for fun? Yes. Oh, that's a little weird. It is how they survive. There are very few of us humans left. I'm going to pray to Avison and hope that she protects us. Unless one of you allow them to come in. I think he was the only one stupid enough to do it, so I think we're good. I look at one of the friars, especially that scared one. He looks over at you, and he notices you noticing him. And he looks away. You can definitely tell that's the one that saw you fall in the bathtub. Is that the one I gave my crossbow to? Yes. (laughs) The very same. You positioned him so he could see him in the bathroom. Who gave him a crossbow? He clearly can't be trusted. Whatever he saw, it was a lie. He's like trying to trying to (laughs) to knock back the crossbow and it just snaps and he's he's like shakes for a second and he like slowly lifts back up the bolt and puts it back in. Good cord. Pull yourself together. Oh stop watching me. (laughs) Stop watching me. I'm bow shy. I blush. So does he. The bishop walks back up to the statue and starts to pray. We'll need more than prayers to survive the night. You see one of the friars look over toward you. Shit, I hope not. That makes two of us. I'm just trying to leave. Trying to leave? Leave, yeah. I'm trying to leave, yeah. He wants to leave. I'm trying to leave. Should we let him out? Don't let me out. I'm trying to leave. What is an oot? He walks over to the fire and he starts snuffing it out. Oh, we could have just peed on that. Yeah, I guess we could have. 
Can I still? I kind of got to go. Yeah, help out. No, right. no, Ling Ling, please. It's always the help. Please, no. Look, Ling Ling, put away me, your Ling thing thing. Hey, <laughs> we're firefighters. Don't. Woohoo! Oh my. Oh, I look away. Ling Ling definitely uh, starts peeing on the fire. I need you to roll a, a d20. If you roll higher than a 10, you put it out. What does a two do? <laughs> <laughs> you you were going number one. What the heck, bro? <laughs> two ah, shits on the fire. I shit my pants. <laughs> you shit on the fire. You totally shit on the fire. <laughs> you go to start pissing. You start pissing on the fire. And then you go to like rip out a fart because you know it feels like it's it's time. You you're try like it's one of those moments where you're peeing and then you realize halfway through the stream like you're like I gotta do both. It's that moment when a number one becomes a number three. Not uh, even. <laughs> the funniest part Facts. is like I have lucky, so I get to re-roll nat ones. So twos are basically my nat ones. So this is all True. very. This fitting. is the worst possible <laughs> scenario. You go yeah. to pee. You start peeing on the fire and everything, and then you go to like rip one. You lift your leg, and you just like it just squirts out. Oh no! So oh, I, shit, I'm guys. like, I'm like, I look. The friar away. panics. Princess Low looks away. And then she like peeks, like just as he shits himself. Good thing I pull my pants all the way down to my ankles when I pee. <laughs> Canonical. Now he always pulls his pants down to his ankles. <laughs> oh, he's an ankle puller. I need, I need you to make a, a deck saving throw to make sure you get your pants out of the way, just in case. What the fuck? He got a nat one on the first one. I did get a nat one on the first one. My second roll was a nat three. <laughs> Dang. It doesn't even matter what my dex mod is. I didn't pass. You immediately shit in your fucking pants. <laughs> Straight you down. You pull them all the way down. And you lift your leg up. Go. Do not collect $200. You shoot it straight down into your underwear. My oh. last three rolls were a two, a one, and a three. Oh, wow. The bishop, you realize he even got jolted when he heard the the shark happen <laughs> and he looks back at you and then he looks back and starts praying again <laughs> one of us is having a real shitty night i join him in prayer that's me <laughs> oh no oh no is ling ling sad can does anyone have extra i need new pants Lo, oh, can you wash these? You're a water person. I like, I like carry over some rose water in a bucket, and I just douse his fucking shorts. And I go, it's, it's going to need more than that. I, I'm so sorry, but this is extensive. Please, why don't, why don't you leave them in the restroom, and I'll get you another pair of shorts. Please cover yourself. Okay, thank you, Lo. And Ling Ling pulls them back up. There's blood in your stool. Because you said to cover cover up, so he no, no, he no. pulls them back cover up. Cover yourself with your hands, and, and 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 please take off the shorts. What you you cleaned them though? No, 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 they're not clean. They're, they're not clean. Ling Ling. Then why did you put water on them? Never mind. Ling Ling, drop your shorts. Okay. Don't Ling Ling drops his get shorts. Get excited. You hear a knock at the door. This whole time I've been standing there talking to one of the friars about our noble order and how brave uh, we've been since this began. This, this all began and how our order started and how, how proud I am to be a part of it. And then I look over and he's just been staring at Ling Ling shitting in his pants <laughs> and trying to pull him up for like the past five minutes. Andrew just kind of walk over away. to the door. As you do that, you see him. He's got blood in his stool. 
<laughs> so I just want to say when that knock door. happened, it scared Lingling Ling a little. So oh, he like no. perked up real quick and let out another little shark. <laughs> it was just a little one though. Just this whole time I'm just meandering over towards the door to answer the knocking. Do I see Indranom going towards the door with the fifteen? You absolutely do. Hey, uh, what are, what are you doing there, uh, big bud? Someone might need our help. Uh, most people who need help don't uh, very lightly knock on a door. Um, I don't know if you've had experience with helping people, but uh, that's been my experience. Perhaps they're well-mannered. If you open that door, I will be very upset. So no one wants to get the door? Why would we get the door? We were told not to open it. We can't let people in. You hear another knock at the door. An open door is not an invitation. You see the bishop turns around and his eyes are wide. If anyone's going to open the door, I'll open it. If anyone opens the door, I will cast Firebolt up their anus. Well, that would be good because I don't have pants on, so it would be easy for you. Why does that make it good? Makes it easy. Why does that make it good, Ling Ling? Explain that to me. I don't understand. Ling Ling likes the easy goblins. That doesn't add anything. That doesn't explain it any further. Are you into ass burning? With the hairy upper lips. Do goblins ass burn you? Yeah, he said that in his sleep. Did he? I mean... Yeah, he talks a lot in his sleep. I can breathe fire. Stuff happens, Sunaj. I have smelled so much of your shit since we started this journey. I am done talking about your ass, Ling Ling. I am fucking over it. 100%. I have had more lingling ass talk in my life than I can stomach. Are we clear? Yeah, Jesus. Thank you. Why don't you have pants on? Because I shit myself. Definitely true. He shit himself. There's blood all over. That wasn't blood. That was just... A, a it's poop. red. It's red. Okay. It, it hurt a little coming out. I won't lie. Princess Lo emerges from the bathroom with a piece of torn fabric. The fabric matches her own outfit. Um, highly versatile fabric in which she uh, folds rapidly to create almost like a sumo wrestler loincloth. A diaper, <laughs> if you will. And uh, she presents this diaper to Ling Ling. Oh, thank you. That'll be a little more comfortable, I guess. For you guys. Obviously, this is more comfortable for me. No, you might want to protect your package. We're about to go into some serious warfare, if all the indications seem to be correct. No one wants to fight a naked guy. Right, but the naked guy doesn't want to have to deal with the swinging and reckless abandon. You're right, they would definitely swing at my junk, and that would be scary. You know, if we all just shut the fuck up and uh, minded our business for the rest of the night, I think we'd be fine. We're dealing with chafing here. Sunaj, have a heart. At this point, the bishop has made his way to you and toward the door. We cannot open the door. We will allow them in, and they will kill us. Yes. That, that That is exactly what I've been saying. Although, when someone tells me not to do something, I kind of really want to do it after that point. I'm not saying we do, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually saying the opposite. Let's not do it. I'm just saying, now that you've told us not to, even though I was saying not to, I kind of want to... I'm going to shut up. I'm going to walk a few steps away. Lo regrips her hammer. 
No, but I kind of feel what you're saying about the not wanting to do something and then all of a sudden wanting to do something. Hmm. Hey. Okay. Honestly. Night huddle. I know I'm not a knight. Regard disregard that. I'm sorry. But, you know, huddle up. Huddle up. Okay. I put my arm across Sunaj. What's up? Put my arm across Ling Ling. I'll hear what you have to say. Is Okay. Here's the thing. Why don't we fucking destroy these people? Everyone seems to be terrified of them. We're badasses. I thought they weren't people. Whatever they are. We come in. We show them what's up. We give them the old what's for. Why don't we? Why not? Why not? Us. We're heroes. We can do it. I'm down. I. That's not a bad idea. Hey, Bishop. Yes. How are all of these people torn to pieces if they can't come in? Were they just outside fucking around? Every night, we are attacked by vampires, by werewolves, by spirits. They're all over. You understand they are killing us. This is a war. We are right in the middle. We are on the battlefield. We need Avison. We cannot handle them on our own. Well, vampires are undead. As a cleric, I'm sworn to defeat them. There seems to be no option for me, but we need to find out where they're buried, for one thing. Otherwise, it's futile. Werewolves are totally another story. Spirits I have absolutely no experience with. But regardless, this is going to be a very hard fight. I am, Still. I, I am very out of my depth, I will admit. You guys are the uh, the religious goody people. What 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 do you <laughs> what what would you do uh, about these what would you have done about these people outside our doors right now? If we allow the vampires to come in, if we open that door. That is a death sentence. They can come in here. If you want to go see them, Bishop. You... Yes. Is this hollowed ground? Yes. So, so we're safe here. Yes. Well, I think it's in everyone's best interest if we get a full night's sleep, regardless of anything that happens otherwise. And then. We need to formulate a plan to defeat these monsters. My friars can stay awake while you all sleep. Are you sure? Do you need our support? There's not much anyone can do at this point. I trust you, Bishop. I do. Sunaj, I know you don't trust God, but maybe we should trust him. All we need to do is have open Avison. And we will be safe. I'm going to be honest, less than reassuring, and that's coming from a cleric, but understandable. I'm going to put a hand on Lowe's shoulder. If there's one thing that I've come to learn here, it is that hope is what these people need more than anything else. And I have hope that that statue 
excuse me, what that statue represents will protect them. And I'm very tired. <laughs> so it is a powerful thing. And if there's anything that adventuring with you has taught me, it's that we can all hope for a brighter future, but we need our rest. Yes. Absolutely. Let, let, let's rest first. Yes. If Defeat they, these monsters later. Yes. If things go wrong, we'll kick ass. But I am all for a good night's rest. Ling Ling? It's still early in the night. If you can get some rest, we will watch over you. As Thank long you. as we can. Please, wake us up on, on the first sign of danger. Of course. Yes. And then I'm going to go to bed. Roses. Water. Submersion. Back into my nightgown. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just going to push a set of pews together. I'm tired of waiting for my double bed that I was promised. You crush the pews <laughs> as you lay down. Just like home. <laughs> I'll say you guys get your full rest in. You all wake up around the same time to a clicking sound. A clicking sound of the door opening. And it creaks open. And just as it does, to be continued. You don't even get to fight this session. Fuck you. No, no, no. Those are the best. Those are the best fucking I sessions. asked for all these extra dice for combat, so I knew we weren't going to fight. <laughs> I told him I was like I was like I oh need these dice God, even though we're not going to fight. This thing? It's metal, bitch. Are you serious? <laughs> wow, that is heavy as hell. Yeah. Him and I both have metal sets. Yeah. That's crazy. Are you kidding? I'm the only one without a metal set? I have a metal set. <laughs> I know, I'm the only fucking one. He don't ever use his metal set, but he has one. I do. I use it when I'm playing Coda. They're my Coda dice. Minor metal. Oh, you do, don't you? Minor do. metal and hollow. Have you even got this gold one that I exclusively use for when I'm doing a Morningstar attack? Because hey, like, you found it's it like again? a Salem thing. Yeah. You all, he also loses it every time he uses it. <laughs> I do. I use it once and it's gone. This is the shit I only know by being here. He actually lost <laughs> it. Funny. It's my Coda. Under yeah, the couch. 20. Yeah, he lost it under the what couch. What the hell? Didn't you lose it like it's in heavy our free shit. game? Yeah. That I is so it. much more satisfying to run. But you know what? But you know what? It doesn't it doesn't bounce like a like a normal ass clink dice does. No, it doesn't. But it does roll. It does roll. It does roll. I'm sitting in the same position for that whole time. Yeah, I hear you. You gotta gotta, uh, stretch the hips out. We are recording. Oh, my character dies? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Not yet, but soon. Okay. I was literally going to be a TPK because Chris had to say something about how um, ever since he got his fireball, he'd been afraid to fight him and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a riggedy yeah. wreck situation. Chris definitely fucked I, us on that one. I yeah. feel like I have not been challenged in combat for a while. The last time I really felt challenged, like where I was legit scared, was when you Bandor. battled Ling Ling. Well, episode, in the first five. episode 5. Episode 5. To be honest, Episode 5 was hard for me 
But it was fucking because I was stabbed off camera 20 times. That's true. If I was at full capacity, I wouldn't have had to fucking worry about Wingar. (laughs) Your off camera bullshit was hilarious, though. (laughs) I will not lie. That was so golden. The fact that I was chosen over you by Ling Ling (laughs) will never be forgotten. Okay. Anyways, I was chosen over you by the fans. (laughs) I I derailed us once again. um, But I do want to know. Because I am curious. Roger, what was your favorite part about recording with us? Well, you see, I like the part where we all say stuff and then laugh about the funny things we said. <laughs> but most of that stuff gets cut. <laughs> uh, Aaron and I, if he re- realizes it or not, have a fun little uh, game going. And we're two sessions deep. And I think that means I'm winning. But he doesn't know it yet. So you'll you'll all see, or you won't, because we might die. Are we are we about to dunk on Aaron next round? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're two sessions in, and no one knows my class still. I'm just trying to keep it hidden as long as I can. Oh, it's almost point. like the last yeah. combat counter we were in. I finished it in like one round. Yeah, I didn't even have to attack. So. Actually, I hit one thing. I hit one thing. I hit one thing, too. I'm trying yeah. so hard to incite our DM into violence. Yeah. I just think it's so funny bad. because, I mean, I made things really easy on you guys just so you could make it to a point to where I could fuck you up. Let's fucking do it. I knew <laughs> I know, was, I knew not, it was no, bad no, 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 news sorry. when he gave us hollowed ground. I've heard the when exact he same words hollowed, come out of my ex-wife's like, mouth. Took it easy on me just so she could fuck me up. True. Big facts. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't have He's so good at coaxing us out into the open. I feel like this is a good roleplay episode. <laughs> oh, so good. Honestly, my favorite episodes. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. Combat is a chore for me. Like combat is just something I get through so I can do more roleplay. I'll We're be honest. Opposites attract, buddy. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Why do you think I chose the big quiet guy? Big facts, big facts. But your bed was hilarious. That had True. me in stitches. I was really mad that they forgot about my bed. I was gonna say there, there is a specific like time for like Roger's role playing aspects yeah. Yeah. that come in. It's very like Roger and Thomas have a very similar style where they like lean back for a while while Chris and Dietrich just talk forever. <laughs> hey, no. to and then when they chime in, it's funny. Like they they chime in with something stupid or really funny. Right when it happens, and it's very unique, and I really like that. I did love Sunaj and Princess Lowe's interaction this this game, though. That was a lot of fun for me. That yeah. was quality. This is like it really like you pointed it out in the like in this podcast, but it really is the first time we've had an actual conversation. I mean, I was pretty yeah. rough to you for a while, <laughs> and then I was we, pretty rough to you. We were giving each other shit for a long yeah, time, and then everything just happened so fast. This yeah. is the first time we got a chance to talk. So I that think was it was nice. when they put us on trial together. They were going to sentence us, sentence us for like a hundred years. It was like <laughs> hmm, I might have spent a hundred years with this guy. Maybe we should be friends. I like that Princess Lo <laughs> fell out of the bathtub. That, I was really excited oh, for that, that card game. <laughs> what was that? I was really excited for that card game. Uh, and then it just you got asleep. Like, off scene. Yeah. Somebody, Why'd you, you fall asleep? Because I was sleepy. That's what happens <laughs> when you're being attacked by werewolves and vampires. You, you get take sleepy? a nap. You get sleepy? <laughs> Bro, remind me to not invite you to the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> whoa, whoa. No one said zombies. I was lulled by the you know just ever presence of the vampiric beings. I hear you. They're 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 eternal. They're not the only ones who want some suck. 
<laughs> I drank beer at the wrong time. Now I'm just like choking on it. Oh, yeah. I, I waited. I know. <laughs> I think Ling Ling was the only one I didn't get to have a role play moment with this session. The, yeah, the best not really. The just best... my sleep sleep murmurs. That was it. Yeah. And then me yelling at you about shitting for, for five yeah. minutes. Yeah. That was great. That was, Ling Ling's... That's been building for a long time. Though. The bloody That's quality stool. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's been building for <laughs> a long time. It's been building for a while. It's like, when was the last time Ling Ling shit before that moment? <laughs> the bar with that metal. bar. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh no! He's That's been, why it was bloody. He's been prairie dogging it the whole time. Oh, good lord! Ling he's been Ling, like you sitting can take on a break. He's been taking like one <laughs> knee just to kind of hold it in with his yep. calf. I get up and hug you, but sitting down is the only thing holding the poop in. <laughs> he was using his heel to kind of cover his b-hole while he was fucking prairie dogging it. God. Well, that's unfortunate. Quite some time. To be fair, um, Ling Ling has shit two more times than anyone else in this podcast. So, so we got that going for us. That oh, is really, true. I'm doing better. That actually Honestly, is true. He's more regular, yep. or maybe the rest of us just shit off screen, like like, like normal fucking people. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what a bunch of losers! That's certainly true. Are you saying the only shits you've ever done are the canonical ones? <laughs> well, I think it's canonical. No, <laughs> so true. Well, you see, when you're a, a half dragon halfling, you only need to shit. Uh, once every couple months. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's kind of like a lizard's eating schedule. Oh. I get it now. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. I like to think the next time that you, if you hadn't pooped just there, the la- the next time you went to breathe fire, it would have just been pure flaming shit. You're so backed up. <laughs> just trash can fire. Yes. You could use that as some sweet combo move. You just <laughs> spin and spray shit all over everyone, and then like breathe fire, and it blows up. Dude, yeah. I'm pretty sure your turds Street are under five fear. pounds, so I could catapult them. <laughs> well, They're I don't know. Not Just saying. I only shit every few months. They might not be under five pounds. They're not under five pounds. I'll have to use pounds. a second level catapult just to throw your shit. If you've ever watched South Park, it's like Randy's football shit. Yep. It was 12 Keurigs. 87 Keurigs! <laughs> Damn, I don't think a fourth level catapult could throw that shit. No. <laughs> Fuck. Straight eighth plan. level. That's the yeah, lowest. Yeah, ninth minimum. level catapults. I gotta cast. I gotta cast the wish spell to throw his shit. <laughs> so, what is one thing that Chris liked that Sunaj did? Um, I really liked the the religious conversation that I got into. I, I like the role play stuff, but really, I've been having problems with the religion from the beginning of this podcast, and it was only exacerbated when I realized that the main person fucking with us this whole time was a god. I mean, as a kid who's been living in a cardboard box most of his life and have people talk about the grace of divine omniscient beings, I've had a lot of religious problems. What about Sunaj? Did he also have those issues? Uh, yeah, but that's only because I'm playing myself, in case you haven't noticed. Uh <laughs> We've all noticed you playing yourself. Is that why Sunaj lives in the van down by the river? <laughs> hey, he doesn't even own a van, buddy. Oh, True. That'd be, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a step a up for down most of Sunaj's life. What is, what is one thing that Dietrich liked that Princess Lo did? Fell out of the Matrix? Um, I gotta say, shout out, Chris. I, I absolutely love that, uh, that, that interaction with you and um, Father, whatever the hell his name was. Bishop? Bishop, my heart. Alwyn? Yeah, that was the same thing, right? 
we all said the I same knew this thing. This was going to happen. Okay, so <laughs> Bishop Alwyn, Sunaj dynamic, I thought was really cool. That added a lot to it. And I actually think the best roleplay moment for. And I actually think the best. My personal favorite moment for. What's my character's name? Lo. <laughs> the best moment for Princess Lo was when she got to feed off of the energy that Sunaj and Bishop Aldwin had and kind of create with them the mythology of the world, you know? So that was a lot of fun for me getting to, uh, introduce cord, getting to bring in, uh, my, my prayer of healing to help other people and, uh, to discover that we were on hallowed ground. And even later in the episode, when we were uh, talking about the undead and, uh, interacting with them and what that might look like and, and kind of planning, but single best moment, definitely, just the solo conversation with Sunaj. That was classic. Wow. You know, that for her to go from zero to hero in like two seconds and just feel that kind of camaraderie felt amazing. So that was really cool. Agreed. What is one thing that Thomas liked that Ling Ling did? Interrupted Sunaj's intro. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, right at the beginning, that was Boom. fucking hilarious. <laughs> That was such a good move, too. <laughs> what about one thing in the session other than that? Because that was, that was an all-time great. That was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, honestly, top 10 moments ever. I was like, that, that was definitely my favorite part. But uh, this definitely wasn't a Ling Ling heavy episode. It was definitely a... Ling Ling shit heavy. Yeah. Well, let's... Background. Thomas has been drinking all day. So Ling Ling... Not all day. I had to work all day, day first. Oh, I'm sorry. Birthday boy. <laughs> That's, but that's I hard. did have a start on all of you. <laughs> you did. Uh, but, I'm uh, counting six or seven uh, empty things over there by you, Thomas. Right seven. Now. Seven. <laughs> Chris is drunk too because he can't even count to seven apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, he's had one mics. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and now our entire <laughs> podcast knows. Oh, good <laughs> They all know I'm a bitch now, Aaron. <laughs> I think they knew secret, that beforehand. But... <laughs> if they made it to this episode, they're well aware. <laughs> Our real friend, fans. If they've, made, the real fans. if they've made it to episode one, they know. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. But uh, no, honestly, like, I won't even say like the shitting was my favorite part. It was funny, but uh, it was. I just liked the little uh, dream interruptions that I had in their conversation. I love that you said one of the names. He, he two said two names. Two, two names, names of the. And I wrote them yep. both down. Gwendalia and Franchocla. Francesca. Franchocla. Wow, you remembered both of those. And Franchocla <laughs> has a hairy upper lip, or yep. did before she shaved it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I was and we're still wondering which her lip. This information will come in later. Not sure which <laughs> lip, but I will use that against you. Sunaj will remember this. <laughs> I will also remember this, and I will use it against I you. I also clearly remember it, so... I wrote it down <laughs> even though my character doesn't know it, because I want to know it as a player. Gwendalia and Franchocla. That was pretty good. What is one thing that Roger liked that Endronom did? So, uh, to mirror my my counterpart, it was not an Endronom heavy uh, episode, but I do really like uh, the the depth that we're going with, like the backstory. I know, 
I know Innistrad and I know Thraben and I know a lot of the characters and symbolism. So it's cool for me to not only, you know, I guess kind of be a part of that world and to go through as a, a race that I've played in Magic and, you know, as a places I've been and seen and people that I've interacted with or cards that I've played. Um, I don't know. I really like it's hard to get in there. Engenom's kind of a quiet guy. He's a he's a brooding figure. He processes a lot of information. So he really only speaks when speaking is necessary. So uh, I was not necessary this episode outside of comedic relief when I broke uh, my pews. That was a pretty good moment. Though. That was a solid. That was a very solid. I actually, moment. I actually really liked when you got to introduce a race to a new world. Yeah, and you said like, uh, actually, I'm a Luxodon. Super simple sentence, but actually like a powerful moment in the scene. Don't ignore me. I am big man. True that. Yeah, I like that too. So your moment was pew killer. Nice. <laughs> so I I'm gonna start my title list. Oh, oh rival title list. Endronom, killer of pews. <laughs> yes. The pew pew. Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's counting his fucking titles. You I'm definitely done. have a lot to catch up, but. Well, yeah, he yeah, can't yeah. count higher than seven, so I think we're good. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he as maxes as out. Get, I, have, I have at least seven. I knew it. I have 24. Endronom, killer of pews, silencer of Sunaj. That was a that was a lingling fucking thing. I have He's like, so there's seven. a there's a pentagon there. It's like that means it has at least two sides. <laughs> the great part is Chris's and uh, his intelligence is about what linglings is, so it's all right. It's. <laughs> Fucking Not Sunajas, you mean Chris? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I said. Yeah, Chris. gotcha. That's what I said. Like, it's inadvertent, I guess, but I we keep getting really close to like things about Endronom being brought to light and revealed. Like we keep teetering right on the edge of it, and then everything just completely changes. So I'm like, oh, they're finally gonna learn like something about my character, and then we're like, oh. No, we don't want to do that anymore. Fuck the elephant. I was like, okay, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we very often say fuck the elephant. Yeah. yeah. If it means that we get to just do random bullshit, that we'll take that bullshit every time. True. And Sunaj <laughs> literally says fuck the elephant. Like, he just really wants to fuck the elephant. Oh, man. Hey, big moment of growth that we haven't touched on yet. Sunaj and his apologies. apology. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, one of the most powerful scenes of the whole episode. Like, he apologized, and he also said to Ling Ling that the the, the plan seduction is plan is off. <laughs> it's like, off. It's he fully that, off. So, so that means that he planned that. Like, if he would have been like, "No, it's all right. I enjoy that," he would have been like. All right, Ling Ling, it's on. Like wait, he wait, was, wait, he wait, planned yeah. for that. Yeah. There was Changing. no, he, he wasn't, he wasn't good. He was, he was planning around that. He was like, all right, just in case, you know, Ling Ling, grab those flowers. No, Sunash no, had a genuinely powerful moment. It showed growth in the character. It showed repentance it for past objectification. It was everything that. I wanted as a listener. It was great. I love that. Scene. It certainly was. Sunaj was definitely, uh, he was a gentleman as far as that goes. You want my trunk where? <laughs> which, which trunk? 
That is it for this week's episode, everyone. Thank you for listening. A few quick things. Our intro and outro song, Cruising in Neutral, is courtesy of a local Wisconsin pop-punk easycore band, Common Threads. If you like that, check them out on Spotify and iTunes. Like and follow them on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash commonthreadswi. And their Twitter handle is at cthreadswi. We have Patreon content up, and for just $5 a month, you can become a hero of Grigon and gain access to Gorham's Gemspiration, Daddy Salem's Bedtime Stories, Detective Ling, and get early access to videos of DM's Guide to Creation, where Chris and I will build everything a DM builds and more. Message us on Twitter or at us at HalfClassPod and tell us what you thought of the episode, and we will shout you out personally. Hell, we'll even do it in your favorite character voice. Thanks again, everyone. We are out. Much love.